This is Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Arabile Gumede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic 1027. As I noted, of course, a little bit earlier on, joining me in studio, Gary Boyce and Portfolio Manager at Rand Swiss, unpacking this market picture for us. Uh, Gary saw a flat stance pretty much for the JSE uh, on the last trading day uh, of January, but it has been a fairly upbeat January, right? Yeah, absolutely, compared to December. <laughs> You've seen a, a massive rebound internationally, which is, I so think... So the Christmas rally came late. Oh, I'm looking forward to sending <laughs> statements to clients this month and just saying, look, you know, like there's a little bit of volatility, but yeah. it works both ways. Yeah, it is from a low base, however, right? So so it wasn't necessarily the greatest uh, January perhaps we've seen, but it was good I'll, to see I'll take some. it. Uh, exactly. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody will complain much. That ShopRite picture quite disturbing, however, 13.94%, and seemingly some other retailers as well suffering, the likes of Mr. Price, the likes of Woolworths as well. Uh, it hasn't necessarily been a great time for them, and I guess it mimics or kind of shows the state of South Africa's economy as well. No, absolutely. So, so ShopRite kind of, kind of that big decline uh, on Wednesday. You, you know, ma- massive sell-off on the back of the, the results. But we saw we saw a strong rebound yesterday. And I mean, when we looked at it, uh, you know, again, it did look a little bit pessimistic. So we're we're kind of looking at the the range that it should find, and it really depends on on kind of what the forward multiple settle, settles on and, yeah. and wh- where people now see ShopRite price. But I mean, if you go through the the, the multiples, which I'm sure <laughs> listeners aren't probably too interested in, you know, where we think the the, the forward PE is going to sit, but yeah. um, we, we we see the, the share price sort of sitting between say the, the the low 140s and the upper 160s is where it should settle somewhere in between there. So a nice a nice recovery yesterday. You know, up up it was uh, it's up over six percent at one mm. point. So it's it's nice to see. But but certainly speaking to uh, I suppose a, a South African consumer that is weaker and and just speaking to I think part of this is is also got to do with uh, the the VAT increases as well and just mm. uh, taking a little bit extra out of everyone's pockets. But also just the, again the lack of inflation coming through and the lack of the abilities for these retailers to pass on inflation to the the consumer is is very very prevalent and yeah. uh, it's it's certainly uh, uh wor- worrying investors in the sector certainly mm. so here's one interesting question i wanted to actually ask so it seems that the please call me case which uh, supposedly shut down vodacom in some ways with regards to the shops yesterday uh, um is is gathering even more steam and yesterday was was seriously a culmination of that if if MTN were to bow down, it, it does seem unlikely, but if MTN were to bow down to the uh, reports of a 70 billion rand payout that uh, the, the, the now founder of and, and inventor of the Please Call Me has suggested perhaps to some, um, do you believe that this cripples Vodacom? 70 billion, yeah. Abs- absolutely. I think I mean, that's he, almost a third of the company. He, he, people... I, I think people also they, they don't realize quite how much more a billion is than a million it's a, it's so easy to oh, it's just a B different you know it's not an M and a B different it, it's significantly different and I, mean, I, I saw it as one of the other commentators Byron from, from yes. Vestac tweeting yes. just saying that you, you know this this looks like a ridiculous case and I mean there has there's been a big sort of like swelling behind it but I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate on Twitter for saying this after the yeah. show yeah. but but the fact is that that's so much an idea is is probably 1% 99% is implementation and any business owner will tell you that. Yeah. Um, 
ideas are fantastic, but without without the backing, they mean nothing. And uh, you know, you look at the the infrastructure spend that Vodacom has put in, and the, you know, you have to create an entire network to make a please call me work. Yeah. What would justify a third of a like the network capacity yeah. of Vodacom? It's, I suppose it's, someone is complaining that you know they went on to even sell the idea then to other uh, to other networks as well, and saying that you know he needs to be compensated mm. fairly. Look, if the if the word is yeah. that indeed it was forty nine million that was offered forty nine million and 70 billion it's 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 so far apart and if you think of the 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 quantum 49 million i mean whether that's high or low 49 million for most people that is you never have to work again for the rest of your life that is what 49 million can do to be properly invested you you 70 billion i mean that it seems like crazy greed after 14 years though you must admit that 49 million would probably just pay off his legal fees. Absolutely. And I think I think that was the issue that, uh, you know, with, with such a long-running court battle, you know, 49, if it was 49 million just in a bank account and there was no debt against it, yeah. I think it would be a different matter. Absolutely. Yeah. But but again, like I've got a point just at the quantum, you know, 49 billion compared to 70, 49 million at least compared to 70 billion is is just it's not even the same game. It's not, not in the same ballpark. It's not the same game. Yeah. It's completely yeah. different. And this will definitely co- go back to court by the seams of things and you you know, it may be uh, an even longer wait. Nonetheless, okay, let's let's talk about some other news as well. On the international front, of course, we, yes, fine, we finally have the U.S. shutdown coming to an end. Brexit still hasn't been solved. U.S.-China, that situation is, is continuing to, to go on and, uh, and unravels itself then. Global sentiment, however, is a little bit subdued as Italy goes into uh, a recession as well. So things aren't necessarily going the way you would have liked at the beginning of the year and things are beginning to hurt the market even more. Any bit of bad news does send the market lower now. I, I'm waiting for that to reverse, though, because at the moment we we obviously the big the big news this week was also the the dovish stance taken by the the FOMC on yep. Wednesday, and again ev- I think every single point you've just mentioned was mentioned by by Jerome Powell as well, uh, just really highlighting that there, there are serious global concerns, and that is moderating uh, the Fed's view on on how fast it's going to increase inter- interest rates, and and the. the I think the market is interpreting that is that we're going to have looser money for longer. So while there are a lot of issues in the world, just that ability to kind of keep keep uh, monetary policy a little bit easier is, is helping asset prices. It's one of the reasons that we're seeing the big rebound. It's certainly the reason that we're seeing the RAND as strong as it is. And uh, while we have had a, you know, if you look at the US earnings specifically, we've seen a nice uh, tick up in developed markets, certainly. I mean, we've had, had some very good numbers reported. Um, one of our base cases at the beginning of the year was with the moderation of the, 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 the expectations on interest rates uh, in uh, hikes, at least uh, from from the US, that you should see money flowing towards the emerging markets, which is it's, it's playing out far quicker than we yeah. than we assumed, yeah. and we, we're seeing money now flooding back into emerging markets, which is fantastic. It is really really positive news for South Africa, and uh, you know if you look at the the basket of emerging market nations, if you want to put it that way, South Africa at the moment is is underweight in that basket, sure. and uh, you know that. You know, when when you start getting bargain hunters, that's where people are going to start seeing value, hopefully. Yeah. And and we, we've we've been in a multi-year uh, downtrend in emerging markets, and and part of that is because there's been an expectation that yeah. that monetary conditions are going to tighten in developed markets. So, it's it's good news at, as at it, the moment. Bad news tightens. is good news. Yeah, yeah, true, true.